Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds. It's Thursday, and we're talking about new jobs in the studio this morning. Big 12 Conference announced a new commissioner. You think this guy's going to do a good job? Bob Bowlesby, the old commissioner, is stepping down later on in July. And what's interesting about this individual who is about to be named, hasn't been signed nor announced yet, but he will be. Apparently, it's a done deal. He has very little sports background. And you're saying, what is he coming in as the Big 12 commissioner? Guy's name is Brett Yormack. Mr. Yormack is the apparently about to be ex-chief operations officer of Rock Nation. Now, that's something you would know more about than I do, but it's apparently a very big entertainment agency in the country. Well, what background does he have in taking over the Big 12 conference and their athletic uh, endeavors? Well, the fact is that may be a trend in all the sports coming up now. We've talked about this on the year before, Mike, in that sports is different now from what it used to be. Back in the old days, and the not-so-old days, if you won, the fans are going to come to see your games. Well, they still will if you win, but not every team's going to win. So what else do you have to do to embellish things? And that is make some kind of entertainment about it. Make it something to where the fans feel like they're seeing a show, being entertained, and do they feel warm and comfortable being there in attendance? Does the opposing team, or the team period, make you feel welcome in their home? There's the key, and I think that's what the Big 12 is going for here with Brett Yormack. It'll be a very interesting choice and see how that works. Man, it's definitely out of the box for oh, sure. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> when I heard about it, I was like, man, that's crazy. That's either really going to work or we'll be uh, going back to the drawing board here pretty soon. <laughs> uh, who are among the new inductees into the uh, Basketball Hall of Fame? The uh, Hall of Fame ceremonies are held both in September and in November, and this is up at Springfield, Massachusetts. Big names, of course, that you, everyone would recognize, Roy Williams, KU, and uh, University of North Carolina, Lon Kruger, who in his playing days, big star at Kansas State, and then, of course, a coach in, at Florida and then to Oklahoma, most recently from which he retired. Jim Calhoun, the hugely successful basketball coach at Connecticut. Jim Beeline, who took over. He had many jobs. Beeline ended up at Michigan, took the Wolverines to a lot of glory. And a name that many will not recognize, the name of Albert Runt Pullins, P-U-L-L-I-N-S. He is one of the original Harlem Globetrotters from back in the 1920s but and the 1930s. But he's the one who was very instrumental in turning their whole life. They used to be a barnstorming, legitimate basketball team back in the early part of the 20th century. But Pullen said, come on, there are a lot of teams like that. How about if we throw a little comedy in here? He's the one who started the comedic show that they put on now for which they are most famous. There are other players who are going uh, going in. Rip Hamilton, who was at All America at UConn and outstanding Detroit Pistons player. Larry Miller from North Carolina. He was kind of the glue to a lot of those championship Tar Heels teams. A guy from my days in college and in the service, Jimmy Walker at Providence, great player. And a guy who dates back to my grade school days, who should have been in the Hall of Fame a long time ago. Won't mean anything to very many people unless you're a basketball nut. But Frank Selby out of Furman, Frank Selby was the first one to hit 100 points in a game. Now, Furman, it's big time. They were playing Newbury at the time that he did this, and nobody's ever heard of those schools, but, you know, they're legitimate colleges. Hit 100 points. 
but he made it in the pros, not as a great star, but as a pretty good player. They're all going into the Hall of Fame. Should be a gala event when they do hold it. Man, that's just, you just unloaded a ton of basketball. You want to talk about basketball nuts, Ned? Jeez Louise. <laughs> just like he was reading off the back of a box of cereal. All right, live tour, finally in the United States. Been curious about how the attendance is, what your thoughts are so far that they've they just started this thing, right? It's it's brand new. It, this is the first one in the mm-hmm. USA, and it'll be out at Pumpkin Ridge, which is just outside of Portland, Oregon. Uh, how do I feel it? That's irrelevant because I'm a reporter, so we'll report on what's happening. And while they, they haven't teed it off yet, they will uh, later today and tomorrow. It is a shotgun start. What kind of a pro tournament is a shotgun start? Number one. It's never been done like that before. 54 holes as opposed to 72, and everybody gets paid. There is no cut. That's part of the live tour, right? How you feel about it is up to you. There are protests, and there will be out in Portland. Many families from victims of 9-11 are going to be there to protest because, after all, this live tour is backed by the Saudi Arabian government and They were Saudis who took part in the 9-11 attack on the United States. So that does not sit very well with a lot of of fans and a lot of people, for that matter, here in the country. See how it goes, what the attendance is, and so forth and so on. It's it's unique, to say the least. So let's start with the Springsbirds. They were in town uh, yesterday. How'd they do? (laughs) You know, one of my favorites in all the sports is Whitey Herzog, the longtime manager of the Cardinals and of the Royals and of the Texas Rangers. And he was a base, and still is for that matter, a baseball guy. He had a number of expressions, which you can't put on the air. One of them, <laughs> one of them I think, fit the Springfield Cardinals last night. When a team was playing bad, his favorite expression is, guys, if you're going to play like horse bleep, do it fast. <laughs> well... That's, you could put that on the card. They lost 10-1 to 1 last night, Springbirds. So that ended their seven-game winning streak. But they're going to win everything. Come on. And furthermore, we've talked about this before. Yes, winning is very important. That's what they're all out there to do, what we want to see. But that is not the ultimate goal in minor leagues. It's to make the players better. Development. And as a matter of fact, to play again tonight, it's the Spring, uh, Springbirds against the Wichita Wind Surge. That's the Minnesota Twins AA Farm Club. They'll play tonight, 7 o'clock starting time tonight. And the game will be on TV. We'll have it on KYCW Channel 15. But the fact is you want to get out there and see them because watching baseball, watching any sport in a panoramic viewpoint when you're there certainly beats the alternative any day. Alternatives yeah. are fine, but you want to be there in person. You going to be there tonight? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. well, hey, go join Ned, watch the game. Weather was perfect last night, and it's going to be just like it was last night tonight. So no excuses, Ned. Kids are out of school. Go watch some baseball. All right, what about the Big Birds? Big Birds had their game won, and then all of a sudden they didn't have it won. Two outs in the ninth inning oh, and okay. leading 3-2 to two over the Miami Marlins. They're going for a sweep of Miami now. They've won the first two games, they being the Cardinals. They're leading 3-2 to two in the ninth inning. On the mound is Ryan Helsley, who has developed into a very good pitcher. In fact, one of the best closers in Major League Baseball. Threw a pitch to, oh, this kid, Yadiel Avizel, who is a very good player. Very good. He blasted at 407 feet, I think it was, over the center field wall at Bush Stadium. Two-run homer, and Miami wins the game. Four to three. Two outs in the ninth inning, and you have a 3-2 lead. 
Come on, that's that. <laughs> that should not happen. But it's Avisol Garcia is the guy who did it. Avisol Garcia. And uh, two two outs, hits one out of there. Anyway, Cardinals did lose, but the Kansas City Royals won. They got a 2-1 to win, and this is really significant because uh, Greinke, is the, Zach Greinke gets the win. He is the, get this now, this is one of those little-known stats, the 48th pitcher in Major League history to start 500 games. Now, this is what I find that to be so overwhelming because when we started as the Springfield Cardinals down here in telecast and you were on the PA system, he was with the Wichita mm-hmm. Wranglers, yep. their farm team. And now here in 2022, 500 major leagues went by like that. It did. Just a snap <laughs> of the fingers. Did you, you never met Drink? No, I did like not. That. We did, and he was very, very shy. He did not, and still doesn't, like to make any kind of public statements. He doesn't feel comfortable talking. And didn't even realize it. They said, do you realize you're one of 48 pitchers ever to start 500? Oh, is that right? Good, cool. I was getting ready to say, <laughs> uh, it's one of those stats where somebody from the, an assistant on the team, just he's sitting there in the locker room, and he just bends down and whispers, hey, did you know what you just did? Thanks, man. Yeah, just that's it. That's <laughs> so it. He's just doing his job, and you got to love that about him. I know this isn't a weather show, but I'll tell you this. Weather at Wimbledon looked real good yesterday. They did. And uh, Novak Djokovic loved it because he breezed. Through, and there was a breeze blowing. <laughs> he breezed through his match, won it in straight sets. A big John Isner. We talked about him recently in the last couple of days. He's the one 12 years ago who had the three-day match. Big John, and he is big. He's six foot ten, and he's every bit that. Former Springfield Laser, All America at Georgia. He won his match, and he knocked out Andy Murray. Andy Murray was trying to come back, and the comeback came to an end on the courts yesterday at Wimbledon. Andy is from London, and Big John at six ten. He is a tremendous tennis player, but like a lot of guys who are tall, and he is tall at six ten. He doesn't have the great movement, so somewhere along the line, he's probably going to get knocked off in this competition. But having said that, the guy's serve is 120, 130 oh, miles an hour. Oh, it's dude! <laughs> it's almost like he's reaching. Door down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> reaching across the net and slamming it down your throat. <laughs> and then among the ladies, the darling of the Brits, and this is a teenage kid who is she. She's Romanian by birth, but she lives in London. Emma Raducanu. She lost yesterday in straight sets, but said, "Hey, I'm sorry I lost to the Londoners." But I'll be back. That's good to hear, Ned. You have a great time at the game tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow.